I'm going in. We ended last week hot, and now we're taking it into the new week. Daily Dingers returns from Monday, June 14th. We have a packed slate of games for tonight. One of them is probably the matchup of the year. I'm Steve Armato alongside Jack Perotti. And Jack, I don't know about you, but like I'm feeling good as the new week begins. Yeah, I'm feeling nice. I, you know, I had a nice weekend, good, uh, good weather and everything. Just feeling good. Hit a couple home run props last week, some nerfies. It was, it's been a good week. It's been a solid week, solid weekend. I had yesterday, I just hammered the Braves, hammers, hammered the A's minus one and a half. Big Sunday for daddy over here. Um, but let's go. It's a new day. It's a new week. We don't look at the past. We only look forward. So as we look forward, me and Jack, this is first time, I think, on this podcast that we're doing this. We are in full agreement with the best bet of the day. So, Jack, tell them what our best bet is. Under seven in White Sox Rays. It's, I mean, listen, guys, it's simple. It's Lance Lynn and it's Tyler Glass now. I don't care how good both those lines have been hitting. Those are two guys I think are at the top of the AL Cy Young right now, race right now. They're, I mean, they're unreal. I think, and two, like, so we have the, you know, we have the spokesperson for Bush Light and we have Thomas Shelby from Peaky Blinders. It's a head to head tonight. Um, I mean, it's, you could not have two guys that are absolutely dominant look more opposite than these guys. Yeah, it's it's like it's like one like long hair, it's like pretty, long boy, hair pretty boy, yeah, and tall, like, and then scruffy, chubby, like burly man. Like, I mean, you know which guy I I I prefer, which guy I like a little. You 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 prefer Lance Lynn? Yeah, I I need that. My damn, it, I need to get another White Sox jersey. I think I got to get a. I feel like you and a Lance Lynn jersey is actually a like blessing. Like I feel like you could go for a relative. I I, I think maybe I, I'd have to grow the hair out a little bit and look a little more like bushy because this is more of the Thomas Shelby like fade cut right here. But it's true, you know that's that's the yeah. Maybe if I throw a hat on, no, like that's true. That's a good point. So like let's let's talk about this game a little bit more. So I got it at minus one eighteen. I don't know what you got got the line at. Yeah, um, right now points, but let's see. It's uh, yeah, it's plus a hundred actually for under seven. On, oh wow, uh, okay. So I got oh, it at minus one eighteen on Fanduel. Yes, yeah, so if I mean, if there's any way you can get it at even or plus money, that's I, that's incredible. Like, so and like, so it's rare we get a pitching matchup like this, like middle of the season. Like usually, this is like yeah, an opening day thing. It's usually when like the one of these guys is going, they're going against like. You know, bum ass, uh, Mister Whoever on some trash team. Like it's, it's all. It's never two aces facing off. I feel like right, but now we got two aces. I feel like when you get a matchup like this in the middle of the season, both of these guys are. They know. They first of all, besides the pitching matchup, this, these are two the two best teams in the AL outside of the A's. Yeah, I, they, these are two best teams in the AL. Two first place teams. Two absolute studs. Probably the two best starters in the AL outside Garrett Cole, who has stunk since he can't use illegal substances anymore. And then, um, you know, also if we look past the starters, both bullpens are pretty good. So the under, yeah. the under is is the play here. Like, I mean, you should be glued to your TV watching this game to begin with if you're a baseball fan. But mm-hmm. I, I just, I love this under. I think even at even at minus one eighteen, where I got it. Like, uh, yeah, I might, dude. I might even buy it up half a point and just take the juice, like just just seven and a half. Yeah, because yeah. even that's a high scoring game, like four three, right? Like yeah. four three. You know what? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm buying it up. I'm gonna go seven and a half. 
But I mean, even if you can't buy it up, like because some books don't allow you to do that on under over unders, I still don't think I think the game it's going to be like three to one or something like that. It that's what it feels like. But yeah. even if you get into a this a high scoring game is four three. Yeah, that that's like whoa, these guys like did not have their A game today. Right. Like, so even if these guys have their A game. Under seven's comfortable, but I think their B or C game, I think we're still fine. Yeah. And I think, but I, I I think you, if you want to be really safe about it, you buy it up to the under seven and a half, but either way, this is like a fantastic pitching matchup. This is a fantastic baseball game. Um, I can't wait to see what, what happens with this. This is going to be a great series too. Oh my God. Yeah. I think it's going to, it's going to be a lot more competitive and um, it's kind of feel kind of like a playoff atmosphere. I feel like, because both these teams are like, even though the Rays went to the World Series last year, like both these teams are trying to prove to like you know the national audience, like hey, we're legit. Like exactly. So I think this is going to be just great all around. Um, I'm excited for it. And uh, Jack, you should probably try and get a ticket or two to to one of these games. Since it's I mean, dude, I have to. I have some friends going tomorrow that were really hoping to to see Lance Lynn or Tyler Glass now, but they kind of got screwed with that. It'll still be awesome though. All right, I like that. So now let's move into our underdogs you are basically double triple dipping into this one all day this is like the game of the day but keep going you're underdog yeah white socks are even money right now and that's i you know i I feel like that feels a little bit trappy but maybe not because glass now's on the mountain and i just don't think lance lynn gets enough credit for what he's done this year i think he's actually better than glass now right now glass has got those flashy strikeout numbers and pumps at 101 whatever miles an hour he's got that curveball but like Lance Lynn has just been consistently awesome this year. He hasn't had any games where he's blown up. I think the White Sox lineup as a whole is a lot better than the Rays, too. I was looking at the lineup earlier, too, and every single person on the Rays that's faced Lance Lynn, he's only given up two extra base hits total. So he knows how to keep him at bay. I, I like the White Sox a lot tonight. I th- You know what? I don't think it's a trap line. Like I just think the books are kind of favoring the, the Rays ju- only because – only – because they've had a lot of success lately. Like they've won like 22, they've won like 18 out of like 22 or they've something been like crazy, that. Yeah. So I don't think it's a trap line at all. I actually think it's, it's respectful to the, the white Sox, And I think that line is going to move as well. I think the line's going to move to minus money. It's still early. It's nine 31 at the time we're yeah. recording. So I think that's going to move to, to minus money. I actually like that a lot. I do think the lineup is a little bit better, and I the White Sox lineup is a little bit better, and I do expect them to to win this game tonight. I mean, I, this is like this is a battle. This is going to be a battle. This is going to be one of those games where it's like, all right, this is a this is a potential ALCS preview. Yeah, I, I like them a lot tonight too because they're at home, and like for some reason this year, guaranteed rate has been crazy. So it's it's a good home atmosphere. Yeah, I like that. And for my underdog, I'm actually sticking in the Windy City. Um, I'm going against my team. I'm going against my hat that I'm wearing. Um, I'm taking the Cubs on the money line tonight. I got it at minus 106. If I would have waited like an hour, I would have got it at plus 106. So if you're taking it now, it's going to be plus money. Either way, I don't really care. Um, interestingly enough here, like I know I'm a Mets fan. Um, the thing about the Mets is that they they don't pay the bills and you can't bet with your emotions. And I'm on the train of, yes, I think the Mets are actually a good baseball team. I, I'm on that train. However, they they are throwing David Peterson tonight. He's a, He's got a 9.88 ERA over his last four starts. The Cubs destroy lefties. I know the Cubs are throwing Arietta, but like I just think Peterson's 
probably going to get rocked again. The Mets bullpen is pretty depleted. So if he does get rocked, they're going to have some problems early in the game. Like, and, I, and he's going to have a short leash to begin with. So if he comes out and gives up two in the first, he's not going to be in the game very long. Um, I just think the Mets look, I do think they're good. They're still playing with half a lineup. They took two out of three from the Padres, but those first two games, they heavily relied on Stroman and DeGrom. The offense wasn't amazing. Um, David Peterson is not Stroman or DeGrom. So I just think this is Cubs. The Cubs, I fully expect the Cubs to come out and just, I think the Cubs are going to win this game by three runs tonight at the, at the minimum. Damn that confident. Yeah. I think the Cubs are going to, are going to blow the doors off the Mets tonight. I don't even think it's going to be a game. Do I think the Mets will bounce back in the series? Sure. I do. They'll, they got four though. And I don't think that lineup, I don't think half the lot ha, playing with half a lineup is not sustainable against these good teams that they're playing. So I just think tonight for me, Cubs, I would buy it up to minus two and a half if I had the chance. Cubs tonight. That's do my you, underdog. Do you think the Mets are going to make any plays at the trade deadline for some more hitters? Because I feel like just that lineup in general, even like with the injuries, it's just not deep enough in case those injuries do last longer or you get more. Like, well, it's not. Now the thing is, I don't think they. I don't think they're going to make a move for. Um, I don't think they're going to make a move for a, a bat because Conforto's actually coming back and McNeil's coming back. They're a couple weeks mm-hmm. away. They need to make a move for a starter. Now I know that they keep saying. Look, I, we've talked a lot about best rotations in baseball on this podcast. The Mets, I you can make an argument the Mets have the best rotation in baseball solely because they have three starters in the top 10 in ERA. DeGrom, Stroman, and Ty Walker are all in the top 10. I didn't know ERA. Ty Walker was that good this year. Ty, Ty Walker's been an absolute stud this year. Do I expect some regression? Sure, but he's been an absolute monster. Now, here's yeah. the thing. They – they're still David Peterson stinks and you can't throw out Joey Lucchese every, every fifth day. It's just not going to work. So you need it. Carrasco, there's no time. There's no timeline on Carrasco. There's, there's no, he actually had a setback. There's no Syndergaard's not picking up a baseball till August, August. You need to make a move for a starter. In my opinion, not, I don't even think the, it's the offense. I think you need another starting pitcher. Yeah, probably at this point, just cause you don't know if one Carrasco or Syndergaard's coming back. No. And I, you have there's just no clue. There's no guarantee that when they do come back, that they'll be effective with how much they've been hurt. Right. So you need they need another starting pitcher. If they get another starting pitcher, they could get by, and the bats will be. I think the bats will be much better. Like McCann's actually starting to hit now. So if McCann's hitting and he's batting eighth, like this lineup's good, and McNeil comes back and is the thing is it's a question mark. Is McNeil going to come back and be McNeil, and is Conforto going to come back and be what he is, which is like an above average yeah. major leaguer. Well, with the way that the Mets training staff is just absolutely horrific, I I feel like that's what Mets fans complain about a, a ton is with how bad the training staff is there. Like, well, I don't understand we'll these guys. These guys get hurt. They don't give a timeline, and then you don't. And then when they do give a timeline, they're like, "Oh, he had a setback." It's like, what, I, I feel like that's every single time. It doesn't make sense. No, it makes no sense. I would fire the whole training staff to be honest. With you. <laughs> I, I would have fired them years ago. But that's not even. The point just I don't understand what goes on like is it the offseason training like and they can't stay healthy is it the once they get injured they don't know how to assess the injuries I don't I have no idea something's wrong in that process though yeah and they the whole training staff Uncle Stevie Cohen um fire the training staff that's my that's my request you listen Uncle Stevie listens I, I'm going to tweet at him. Just be like, fire the training staff. Yeah, Bring in a whole new staff. Let's get this thing done here. Let's let's turn the tide. Now look they're in, they're in first place by three games which is great. But like, 
you still got four with the Cubs, and then you have fourteen against your division. You got to you got to get the troops back, or you're gonna have some problems. I mean, you're all I was gonna say is you, you're lucky that they could pull out a couple against the Padres. I okay, I'm starting to think the Padres are like a little bit fraudulent, like a little bit. No, I don't think. I think the Padres are good. Look, they ran into Degrom, on, and also the Mets bullpen has been good this year. Oh no, so, I'm not saying just because of the Mets, but it seems like a lot of the big series they played in this year, like against good teams, they haven't really done anything. They beat up on the crappy ones, but I don't think they've really done amazing against the better teams in baseball. I mean, they. Well, if you think about it, they lost four out of seven. They lost four out of seven to the Mets without the Mets entire team. That's true. Which is why I'm on the, which is why I'm saying I am on the, I am on the, I'm, I'm, I've jumped over the fence. I think the Mets are good. That, that took a lot for you. I'm not, it took a lot. I'm on, I think they, I think they can win the NL East. I think they should. I actually think they should win the NL East. There's no reason they shouldn't. But I, we need to see what happens the rest of this month. June is a big title. Now the Padres on the other hand, I don't, I still don't know about like this this lineup to me is I think like Hosmer's not as good. I think they I think their lineup outside of like Tatis and Machado is a little bit Tommy Pham's not that great anymore. Is a little bit fraud. I think you're right. Will they, Myers lineup, has not been good for like five years. Will Myers is just an average baseball player. Yeah. I I mean it, uh, Austin Nola has not been the guy they thought that he would be when they traded for him. Like oh. Jerks and Profar should not be starting in the MLB. Actually, he's been good this year. He's been good, but dude, like I feel like he, this is the only time he's been good in the last like three or four years. Right, and he came up at, with Texas, and he was supposed to be this like stud prospect. Yeah, that's why I'm like, yeah. but no, he's been he's been solid. He's, he's been, been good awesome this year, and then like and then like uh, Cronenworth has been pretty good too. He yeah, was yeah. almost rookie. Then he turned Grisham to come back. <clears throat> they do. They do, but like, I feel like with the Padres, I feel like Snell hasn't been that good. No, and but that's the thing. I feel like people knew he wasn't going to be that good. Still, like he was good in the playoffs last year, but in the regular season, the last couple of years, he's been very mediocre. Like, and I feel like Darvish has been really good, but they don't hit for him. Yeah, it's kind of like a Degrom deal. Paddock's been better than he was. Yeah, no, Paddock's, Paddock's been nice. Lamette, like that pitching staff is nice. That's it's you could argue it's the best pitching staff in baseball, like top to bottom, but it's just no, it's so not. deep. It's so it's deep, not. dude. It's, it's deep, but it's not. It's it's deep, but it's not like but it's not the Mets. It's not the Mets. No, I'm not even saying it's not the Mets. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, I I don't Paddock's got a four, like over a four ERA still. The the one, two, three punch though of uh of you Darvish, Snell, and Meta. I know Snell has been awesome. I feel like that's really nice. I, I don't know. We'll see. It is. It is. It's nice on paper, but based on the numbers, it's like Darvish and then pray for four days of rain. No, nah, I'm kidding. But like, they might be a little fraudulent. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You think? Do you think like them when they're playing the better teams? Do you think that they just can't get it done? It just seems like against like some of the first place teams, they haven't really done much. Like the Giants or the Dodgers or the Mets. Like, like I don't know what it is. Or like the Cubs. Like the first place teams have been killing them this year. You might Which be. Which first place teams will kill most teams. But like, I feel like if you're a team like a contender like the Padres, you go above 500 against them. 
Yeah, and they've had like a really rough stretch the last two weeks too. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I I hope I eat my words because they're a really fun team to watch in general, honestly. But they they are. But we'll see. You know, it's it's only June, so let's see what happens. So we're almost halfway through the season, though. But yeah. that brings us to our daily dinger. We got some odd ones today. Today's like an off day for for uh, these home run props, just based on the fact that. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of batter versus pitcher matchups that are like looking really good. But who who do you got? Yeah, I, these are kind of the fun ones to go for though, because it's not picking your everyday, you know, like Aaron Judge or some. I got your boy Dom Smith against Arietta tonight, seven for sixteen with a homer and two doubles, and he's only struck out eleven percent of the time, which is huge for him. That's 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 actually that's a good bet because he does he does like for some reason he destroys Arietta when he faces him. He's so, got some pop. That's the thing. If he sees no. someone well, he has power. Like, listen, there's nothing wrong with Dom Smith on an offensive standpoint. He's just an abomination in the outfield. <laughs> he should not. He should be a DH. Like, it's not his. It's not his fault. He's actually a really good first baseman. But you're not going to move Alonzo. No. That the thing is, what they should have done is just the Mets should have convinced the MLB to have a DH, and they just put him there. Right. They should have lobbied a lot harder. They didn't. Yeah. So. There he, he's fine offensively though, but I, I I think when he does see somebody, he's he's got enough power to where he can go yard, and he's plus three fifty against a guy he owns. I'll take it. Yeah, I I like that bet. On the other side, I'm going with a guy who actually stinks offensively. I'm taking Hunter Dozier against Matthew <laughs> Boyd. The guy's hitting like 190 this year, but that's okay. His career against Matthew Boyd, he's 10 for 26 with three doubles and two home runs. So he's hitting like 385, three doubles, two dingers. Points bet he's plus three forty, which means on Fanduel he's probably going to be in like plus five fifty. Um, he clearly sees Boyd very well. I think that's going to be like the epitome of a bad baseball game tonight, Tigers Royals. But um, you know he actually does have seven home runs this year. So Hunter Dozier against Matthew Boyd tonight. Let's get it done. Take the juice, baby. That's all I'm. Ta- that's all I'm saying. Dude, he's the epitome of strikeout or home run. He really is. It's actually – I don't even know. I thought when he came up, he was supposed to be like stealing bases, hitting for average. I don't know. What happened? I don't know. Who knows what the hell happened? Analytics. Analytics happened. Just blame it's just, it on that. It's just ruining everything here. So let's get – so that now the, the – so we already did two. So we, let's triple dip. Um, what is your nerfy for tonight? Yeah, you know, it's White Sox race. I We were looking it up before we hopped on the pod right now, and I was telling you, I was like, if it's minus 150 or better, I am taking that. And you go, it's minus 150. So I'm like, all right, I'm hammering. The, like, that is the most no-doubt nerfy that we've had in a long time, I feel like. like minus yeah, only if I don't, I don't bet on it. I don't care that it's minus 150. That's like a decent amount of juice. But, like, just absolutely destroy it. You're fine. It's going to hit. Like, Yeah, no, I'm just still not going to bet on it. So No, you shouldn't just because it's no. you. But yeah. I did I did a nerfy on Saturday. You Did know, it hit? It was, no, it was of Giants. It was Giants Nats game one. Oh yeah, dude, come on! <laughs> Schwarber hit a home run off Gosman. I was gonna say that was for yeah. Schwarber was on fire this year. Nobody, nobody got a hit until the sixth inning. After that, tough. <laughs> That's just my. I, and the thing was, I was actually gonna take Schwarber to homer because his numbers against Gosman are like insane. Um, yeah, so instead I went with a nerfy and and lost, but. I got you, you just gotta stop. Just start start betting your fees, and maybe that'll work. Like, no, I'm just gonna stay away from it altogether. Or just, I'm just gonna just do what I do best, which is look at the numbers and and listen. If my picks, I'm fine on my picks. If I just stick to my two picks a day, I'm I'm fine. I'm way I'm way I'm like sixty I'm like sixty percent 
with my with my picks. It's I get into trouble with the nerfies and the parlays and all these other. Yeah, that's stuff. when you start losing money. Yeah, right. Like that's where I mean that, but that's what they want you to do. So the I'm going to be a little fun though. You have to do the parlays. Yeah, I know. I'm going to be a little bit more disciplined with. I'm no more nerfies for me. Um, there you go. You're strong. I'm going to be a little bit more disciplined and I'm going to stick to my picks because I. The thing is, lately too, I've been looking at picks like. Two weeks ago, when we had the really bad week, I was like switching up my picks because I was I was looking at stuff. I was like, "Oh, that looks good," but I don't know. And I went with my second pick, my second choices, and I lost. I'd lose. So stick with the gut. That's it. Go with your gut, baby. Before we get out of here, speaking, I just said I, I get into trouble with the parlays. We're gonna do a Monday underdog parlay. <laughs> um, this one is plus eight seventy seven. Uh, Twenty dollars will get you a cool one seventy five, seventy six, whatever it is. We are doing this is like this is just straight up underdogs. This is brutal. Um actually I really like it though. Because I these too. are I like it though. This is like one of those that I think it hit. It's only a three legger too. It's not one of those crazy like eight leg parlays that you're like, what's gonna happen? Pirates money line, Rockies money line, Mariners money line. I dude, I really like that. So it's like such a stone cold pirates and rockies lines today in general. Like Pirates plus 108 again. Like, this is a huge letdown spot with the Nationals today. Like, after a huge weekend series win against the Giants, they face the Pirates. And the Brew Pirates Baker, have lost seven in a row. Yeah. Brubaker's been the best pitcher for the Pirates so far this year. Lester is very eh for the Nationals. Plus 108 for the Pirates. I kind of like it. I might put so I might do that as a third. As a I think I might, yeah, I might dabble with like another bet. And then Rockies, what I like about the Rockies is that they're good at home. They're actually, they're actually way better at home than they're on the road. On the road, they are abysmal. They have like five wins on the road this year. Jesus. They're better at home. And I like that the Padres have to fly back across the country to Denver from New York. Ooh, true, true. Coming off that big win against the Mets yesterday that they needed. So that's another letdown spot. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's not like Lamette's anything special. Like Gomber's probably the best pitcher for the Rockies this year, second best. So I, I, I like that matchup for the Rockies. And then the Mariners are coming off pounding Shane Bieber yesterday. And I think they're who the Mariners are playing twins. They get twins, Kent, yeah, Kent they Maeda, who hasn't been good this year. I I like this. This has some legs. Yeah, see, there's something about the Mariners that scares me because I, I think it's just I don't know the identity of that team whatsoever, and no one does. But like no. at at the I don't know, something about Kent Maeda. Going on the road, the twins on the road are horrific too. Like they're very bad. They so are. The Mariners almost got no bet list after Saturday. What they did to me. I, I always like betting on home dogs in general, and like we have two of them in this, and the other one's just a stone cold Pirates line. Like I like that. Yeah, I think this is this is going to be this is going to be interesting. I think this one. Listen, if we get the Pirates early, right? If the if we could get the Pirates in in leg one, we're going to have some legs going in. We we could really get something going here. And what I like about this is we have a game in all three slates. We have the early slate with the Pirates. We got the middle slate, that like 840 Eastern time slate with the Rockies. And now we got the Mariners for the late slate. So it's gonna be nice. We're gonna have we're gonna have a nice night tonight. Let's get it done. Let's do it. So don't forget, don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to, to Daily Dingers on Apple. Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. Those are your best bets for Monday, June 14th. For Jack Perotti, I'm Steve Armato, and we will see you tomorrow.